0: It's July 1994. The Dutch national team have just been knocked out of the FIFA World Cup in the USA. After topping their group, the Netherlands comfortably defeated Ireland 2-0 in the round of 16. But the quarterfinals was where their campaign ended, losing 3-2 to eventual champions Brazil. It was a gruelling match in the heat of Dallas. Dutch striker Dennis Bergkamp is exhausted. Off the back of a difficult season for his club in Italy, Dennis was spent, physically and mentally. All he wanted to do was go home. But sitting in his hotel room after the game, Dennis felt sick. He started trembling. Thoughts of the flight back to Amsterdam filled him with panic. He basically had to drag himself onto the plane. This was the beginning of something that would change Dennis Bergkamp's football career. A fear of flying. Hey, welcome to The Pool Room, where we celebrate the winners, losers and the weird stuff between. I'm Tony Armstrong. Dennis Bergkamp was one of the greatest footballers of his generation and his talent was clear to see from an early age. He was just 11 years old when he joined the youth academy at Ajax, the most successful club in the Netherlands. The young striker eventually worked his way up to the senior team, becoming a regular starter. By his early 20s, he'd won a league title and back-to-back Dutch player of the year awards. Dennis was a star in the making. In 1993, he moved to Italy, signing with Inter Milan for £7 million, an absolute steal by today's standards. It was especially good business, given the 90s were very lame years for Inter, but they'd managed to lure one of the most exciting talents in world football. Dennis Bergkamp could have easily gone to Juventus or Barcelona, where trophies were almost guaranteed, but Inter Milan's style of play and club culture won him over. Dennis's first year in Italy was a challenging one. Inter Milan struggled in the league, finishing 13th on the table. The only silver lining was winning the UEFA Cup. Then came USA 94. Dennis was already a key player for the Dutch national team, but not even his brilliance could overcome a classy Brazilian side. He helped his team fight back from 2-0 down, drawing level, but a cracking free kick sealed the win for Brazil and booked the Netherlands on the next flight home. And that's when aviophobia, a fear of flying, began to emerge for Dennis Bergkamp. Upon boarding the plane from Dallas to Amsterdam, Dennis's body felt heavy, like it was made of lead. It was only when the plane had taken off and climbed above the clouds that the feeling began to subside. When he finally got home, Dennis was so tired that he slept for two days. But still, a general feeling of exhaustion lingered. Pre season training was due to commence in just 10 days, and Dennis asked into Milan if he could take some extended leave. But his manager wasn't having it. Dennis pleaded, but no exceptions would be made. After a medical checkup, Dennis was cleared for training, and as the new season got underway, he was soon required to fly for matches around Italy, often in small propeller planes. As Dennis recalled, this was not an enjoyable experience. They were those nasty little planes that stay in the clouds and shake all the time. When you looked out, all you could see was white or grey. Dennis began to loathe away matches. He'd be looking up at the sky during games, dreading the flight home. It was impacting his football. He had to do something. Dennis flew a few more times until he just couldn't take it anymore. I saw that bone shaker with its propellers standing on the runway, and I broke out in a cold sweat. Dennis decided that he'd never fly again. For him... It was the right thing to do. He felt a weight lifted off his shoulders. His anxiety subsided and his football improved. And most people were understanding. But Dennis's choice to remain grounded wasn't without its challenges. In 1995, Dennis Bergkamp was set to join English club Arsenal. He was excited about moving to North London and playing in front of the fans at Highbury Stadium but contract negotiations hit a snag when Dennis declared that he was unable to fly. For domestic games, this wouldn't be a major issue, but for European Cup matches, it meant that unless Dennis could easily reach the destination by train, he'd be staying at home. Arsenal respected his decision, but it also meant Dennis would be unavailable to play in some of the most important fixtures on the calendar, so the club cut his wages. If I said a million, Dennis explained, they automatically deducted a hundred grand. But Dennis didn't care, as long as he didn't have to board another plane ever again. He'd go to any length to travel to as many games as possible, whether by car, train or ferry. If he had to leave a few days earlier to make it to a match in time, he'd do it. On the pitch, Dennis was lighting it up scoring goals and helping Arsenal win games. But the mystique around him only grew among fans when his occasional absence from away matches caused confusion. But Dennis was open about his phobia. I've got this problem and I have to live with it. I can't do anything about it. It's a psychological thing and I can't explain it. Fortunately, Arsenal and even the Dutch national team, where overseas travel was unavoidable, were sympathetic. But the same couldn't be said of the media. Dennis's phobia was regularly called into question. He was told he should do something to cure it, like taking a special course. That annoyed Dennis. There were even rumours he was afraid of trains too, which he dismissed. Why has my fear of flying been turned into this soap opera? Surely it isn't such a big deal. I'm sick of it. It was frustrating, but he tried to let his football do the talking. That's what endeared him to the fans, his sublime skill and a deadly eye for goal. Dennis was affectionately named the non-flying Dutchman. Many origin stories have been told about Dennis Bergham's fear of flying, separate incidents that speculation says may have contributed to his phobia. Engines briefly cutting out mid-flight, a bomb threat on board. And a tragic 1989 plane crash, where 15 Dutch footballers were among those who died. But following his retirement from the game, Dennis made it clear in his biography. It all started in the summer of 1994, with those tiny propeller planes in Italy. When asked about how his aviophobia impacted his ability to play, Dennis responded, "When I stopped flying, it freed me." Dennis Bergkamp finished his career as an Arsenal legend after more than a decade with the club, a rarity in modern football. He helped the Gunners to 3 Premier League titles and a bunch more trophies, 11 years, 423 games, and 120 goals. He may be the non-flying Dutchman but Dennis still reached some of football's greatest heights. Thanks for hanging out in the pool room. This has been an iHeart production. We're going to take a break for a few weeks, then I'll be back with more cracking stories. I'm Tony Armstrong, and I'll speak to you soon.